Hello everyone, this is Darshan Maharaja again with you with the 8th episode of the Elevator Chat series of our Canadian journey. I am going to wade into some dangerous waters today. Many of the issues besetting the indigenous people in Canada are fraught with uh, risks of either missteps or misperception. As a result, dialogue is difficult. On top of that, I have heard it said often that unless one is a member of this demographic on these issues, one should shut up and listen. This I find impossible to do. Not because of the rude tone of the admonition, but rather because of the underlying assumption that if I say or ask anything, I will be on the wrong track. My view is that if I am, then that should be pointed out to me rather than making me shut up because pointing out to me leads to my um, better understanding. Making me shut up only creates resentment and leaves the information void. Besides, indigenous people are not a monolith, just like similar groups everywhere else. So if two of them say things that are either contradictory or at some variance with each other, then me shutting up leaves the gap between the two statements unresolved. In a nutshell, we would be at a perfect dead end. So I am going to stick my neck out and we will see if I emerge intact at the other end of this. It's a risk worth taking. Recently, an interim report by the Independent Special Interlocutor on Unmarked Graves said that Canada should give urgent consideration to legal mechanisms as a way to combat residential school denialism. Justice Minister Lametti said that he was open to such a solution. I am generally not fond of criminalizing speech, but of course there are ex uh, exceptions, such as libel, defamation or slander. I am trying to figure out as to whether the denialism in this case causes measurable harm to people, the way libel, defamation and slander do. But before that, we would have to agree on a clear and unambiguous definition of the term denialism. In the media reports that I have seen, there is mention of uh, unidentified people having attempted to dig up the grounds, or maybe they actually dug them up, I am not sure where indigenous children from residential schools are suspected of having been buried. This is digging up or attempting to dig them up is clearly wrong and quite possibly a criminal act. Regardless of whether we proceed with criminalizing denialism or not. But I am trying to get at this specifically from the viewpoint of a recent immigrant. Now, that is a, an angle or that is a perspective that uh, I have not seen anywhere and if it exists then it doesn't exist uh, prominently enough and I think it is important and later in the podcast I'll uh, explain why. Until exactly two years ago, my knowledge of indigenous issues barely scratched the surface. I will go out on a limb here and state that this is fairly typical of first-generation immigrants. Unless they take particular interest in these issues, for which there is hardly any time or space in their years of settling down in Canada, which could be as long as 10 years, I know from personal experience, unless they take that particular interest, they are likely to be unaware of the nuances of these issues, 
one would certainly hope that they catch up on these issues as far as possible at some point. Now here lies the problematic moment when they start catching up, if they do. As newcomers to the issues, their grasp of the most basic details would be hovering just above zero. And again, I can vouch for this not just from my personal experience, but also from my discussions and interactions with uh, many other South Asian immigrants. So as they are on a learning curve, they would have questions that a person who is fully conversant with the issues does not have. At this point, if they desire to know more, which we hope they do, their questions are likely to be similar, at least some of them, are likely to be similar to those of the hardcore denialists. Of course, the immigrants meant no harm or offense. If we criminalize denialism, it could end up either dragging the innocently curious new immigrants through a legal process, or it could end up stifling their desire to know more about these issues. My guess is that the former would happen first and then as the word gets around, it would lead to the latter. Is that what we want? Immigrants whose population is increasing as a percentage of the total population of Canada by leaps and bounds should be forced to be incurious about the indigenous issues, which I believe and agree are grave. These are serious issues. I don't think it would uh, help the indigenous people and that is also quite uh, common all the or some of the measures meant to protect them or protect their interests end up harming them. The fact that absolutely zero progress has been made in over two years since the issue of unmarked graves emerged in terms of the actual facts and details is quite telling here. Politicians being what they are, they would want to keep this issue around forever so that they can milk it to derive as much electoral gain as they can from it. Just look at the other issues, whether indigenous or otherwise, that have been kept, maybe even nurtured, for decades instead of anyone trying to solve them. My other contention in this debate is that the historical mistreatment and oppression of the indigenous people is a veritable stain on the character of Canada. And by extension, it is a stain on my soul as a Canadian. I want that stain to be cleansed via atonement. However, for that atonement to even begin, the facts about that stain need to be known, all of them. Asking for these facts, which would necessarily require asking questions that some people may find uncomfortable, is not denialism. If this denialism is criminalized, that would block my path to salvation. And that I cannot have. I believe that the solution to offensive speech is not censorship. To the extent that the speech is wrong, either in terms of facts or logic, it should be discredited. And if you are on the right side of this issue, that shouldn't be difficult. On the other hand, if you want speech that you deem offensive to be criminalized, I will conclude that you are not on the right side of the issue. Well, now I've stuck my neck out. I will await all listeners' feedback. Hopefully the consequences for me will not be dire. 
In closing, I request you to subscribe to this podcast. It is available on Google Podcasts, Spotify and Podbean. I will see you again in the next episode. Goodbye and be well.